Hello and welcome to the Target Podcast powered by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host Deshwan and with me in studio today are the usual suspects Mark Stradom and Nigel Nyker. Gentlemen, welcome. Morning gents. Morning gents. Okay, so with the Premier League break upon us, we are going to do a small recap of the season so far. You know, we'll discuss um the top 4 and you know possible uh transfer windows. You know, the January window is is not so far away. I think it'll be like 6 7 weeks out. Um and you know that really brings the time for um you know the clubs in the top 4 to try and get someone in through the door um to push uh, and make sure that you know they wrap up that elusive Champions League spots um and then even at the bottom you know clubs that are maybe fighting relegation can they get someone in through the door get a few goals in so um yeah I'm quite looking forward to that but um yeah let's look at we're 12 games into the season 12 match weeks in rather um we've had some top top games i mean You look at that Arsenal, uh, excuse me, that Man City, Chelsea, Chelsea um, 4-4 draw. Uh, you look at that City United, uh, City putting three past United in the the derby at Old Trafford. You know what's happening with Ten Hag's uh, revival project, shall we say. Um, you know, Tot- you look at Tottenham, Arsenal as well. Yeah, 100%. Maybe, you know, actually, that's a good place to start because um, both London clubs came into that one undefeated. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Yeah, it was it's a it was a, it was a good start for for football clubs, um, especially for Tottenham. Um, the way things have been going over the years for Tottenham, um, Postecoglou coming in, nobody giving him a chance, and credit to him for for showing everybody that he has what it takes to 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 be a coach in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And the way Tottenham are playing is is, is incredible. Um, everybody seems to have new life and. It's good for the league. Mm. Nigel, do you think Postecoglou has been the surprise package of the season? Yeah, I think it's between him and Unai Emery. Uh, I think both of them have done a good job. But Postecoglou, yeah, first season in England is making Spurs click. So mm. yeah, definitely. Mm. Let's talk about that North London derby. 2-2 draw, high-scoring game at the Emirates. Um, own goal from Christian Romero's son with a brace. Yeah. You know, mm. and then um, Bukayo Saka with a penalty. So no goals from open play. from Arsenal in that one. Yeah, it was a bit of a strange game in the way things uh, tilted, but I felt Arsenal could have been more mature and managed mm-hmm. the game better. They had the better chances, but um, just weren't mature on the ball enough to get the result in the end. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that home form could get Arsenal over the line this season? Yeah, they've been excellent at home unbeaten, so um in order to win the league you need home form to be a fortress, so mm-hmm. they'll be counting on that definitely. Yeah, you look at the goals they've scored as well. um on home soil I think um five five they put five past burnley not so long ago yes yeah. right. you know, yeah five now and and I think Inketia had that hat trick as First well on home soil yeah. yeah what do you think about him uh leading the line I think I think it's been coming for him he's he's a solid player um there's no noise around him uh, he doesn't make excuses he just goes about his business and also having good players around him he's learned a lot over the years especially coming through the academy so it's it's never easy for academy player to to have so many minutes in the team especially leading the line at Arsenal when you have Jesus and and all these world class players so I'm happy for him and and he's showing that he, he he does have what it takes to to lead the line at such a big club mm. um let's talk about the jersey US number 14 you know echoes echoes um Thierry mm. Henry's name yeah. just shivers shivers whenever <laughs> Um you know you see that number 14 jersey you think about him no matter where you are in the world no matter yeah. which club you support you got to respect number 14 at Arsenal definitely is He's, he is he doing that shirt justice 
I wouldn't I wouldn't say justice because he's he's not that type of of player that was brought in with with high expectations to do so. He's come um, through the ranks, the academy, come through the right way. Um, he's been he's been coached the right way. Um, given time to come in, and right now he's he, he's showing that he can wear the jersey. He's he's not trying to live up to those expectations. He's just doing his business as he should. So I think he, he, he's, he's wearing the jersey in the right way, if I can say. Mm. Um, Nigel, interestingly enough, you mentioned Una Emery and Ange Postecoglou as being the surprise package of the season. It is actually Aston Villa who have scored the most goals on a home soil in the Premier League mm. this season. They are the only club to have scored more than 20 goals at home in the league so far. Yeah, they've been frightening going forward. Um, they've been clicking. Uh, Ollie Watkins has been excellent. Leon Bailey as another player has been excellent for them. Yeah. Um, John McGinn. So yeah, they they look formidable at home. And uh, if they are to mount maybe a, a European challenge uh, spot, um, it would be imperative that their home form is really good. Mm. Mm. I do think that that um, Mount has already started. You know, they're currently running fifth and showing no signs of slowing down. Like I said. Their home form has been sensational. Only club to have scored over 20 goals already. I think they've only played six home league fixtures. Where is the ceiling for this Aston Villa team? Uh, it's there, there is no ceiling. They 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 improving every week they play. Um they they they're showing what they can do especially with Una Emery coming in with the short time he's been there. Um he's he's got the team playing at a high level. Um you can see they they more cohesive. Uh, going forward, Diaby coming in as a new player, he's got, uh, he's chipping in with some goals. Um, as Nigel mentioned, Oli Watkins is on form. John McGinn, I think, um, Una Emery came out in his press conference and 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 praised him, saying that he's a true professional and a leader, which I think is is fair because he shows it on the field. Um, Ezri Con, is it Ezri plays there? Yeah. International call up as well. Call up yeah. as well. So it's it's all over Douglas Luiz mm. um that that whole for me, team man. Yeah, for me yeah. I I have to give a shout out to Maddie Cash you know yeah, every for time sure. I watch Villa he's gunning down yeah. that right wing and you know it's reminiscent of you know your Reece James's um um even I think Tottenham had was it Ben Davies or ben, something Ben yeah, Davies left side left side but yeah. even um on the right you know you you get a marauding yeah. right back yeah. just getting in the box firing balls mm. and Um, maybe Trent at his formative years, but now he's maybe stopped that and looked across the ball yeah. uh, more. But I think Maddie Cash has been sensational um, yeah. as as a wing back, you know, and and he's been yeah. He's for me, he takes the cake in that Villa team. You know, we've mentioned like I'd say practically the entire starting eleven. Yeah. You know, even look at the goalkeeper, Martinez, um, World Cup winning well, yeah. goalkeeper. I mean, that is like there's there's quality right through that that whole um that whole squad. Mm. Do you think and, they lose some of the talent in the window? Um I think I think Douglas Luiz could potentially be Arsenal? on yeah so I think this is coming from I think two seasons or just last year um I know Arsenal also trying to look at Ruben Neves mm. but there's some some ban that that the Premier League are, are voting on not allowing a players that left for for Saudi Saudi to come to back but wow. we'll see what happens though but I think Douglas Luiz could be a person 
mm. on his way out. Are you saying Arsenal need to strengthen their midfield? Most definitely. I think Partey is a big miss. Uh, yeah. he's, uh, he's unavailable. He is a real concern for Arsenal in the middle of the park. So they definitely need one more body, be it maybe a six or eight, so mm. who can supplement that midfield. Yeah. I know Fabio Vieira has been playing a bit more in the Premier League this season compared to his previous years. Yeah. Um, I believe he got a red card Yeah. in the last game yeah, yeah. Un- unfortunate it was a high tackle yeah. um you you can't be tackling like that especially on the knee with all the injuries that's happening in the premier league and with var mm. closely looking at everything now unfortunate because he's been playing well but um i'm happy he's getting a run in the team he, he does have a lot of quality on the ball and yeah mm. good arsenal player yeah staying with the um top half of the log shall i say man united currently running 6th 6th yeah yeah Um yet to draw a game this season in the league most uh, informed team in the league. <laughs> um they're coming on back to back league wins so i guess that's on a positive note but when you look at one against Fulham one against Luton yeah. the way I mean, the way they're winning it is not right especially with a club so big and yeah. the, the players they have the way they're going about the business but all the noise around the club is, is definitely having an effect on the on the team and and on the field as well. Mm. Um correct me if I'm wrong but I believe Rasmus Hoyland is the top scorer in the UEFA Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. you think he's the missing piece in United's Premier League quest? I think there could be a lot more missing pieces but mm. he is one who can answer a lot of questions mm. for them. Um he's shown it in the Champions League. He is a real good point of contact to play off from. and can score goals so yeah he he could be the turning point for them if mm. he starts to score in the premier league mm. let's look at last season's golden boy marcus rashford you know been been mia you know he's been on the pitch but he's been mia very very poor especially with a player of his standards he's been poor he's he's he looks totally out of it especially he got a red card as well mm. um he hasn't scored in i don't know how many games um The rumor had it that he was out partying following the after defeat, the, yeah. the derby day defeat yeah. now so united that, fans up in arms you mm. know because you just lost a manchester derby mm. on home soil and three goals to the good yeah just that just shows what it, what it, what he could be going through as as a player and especially with all the noise around ten hag and and the way they they playing and they now there's stories that they don't trust what he's doing so He, it, it all comes down to to whatever happens on the training ground and and when he's when he's with the coach because mm. it's clear that he, he he's not handling the business well yeah. are you are you hinting that Tenog could be out the door I think so I think so I think he, I think he could have a maximum of of, of the next three games wow including, that's what I think including Champions League games including Champions League games and I believe he he, he travels to Galatasaray mm. away yeah which is which is never a guarantee before they host Bayern Munich on so, the 12th of December so if if you can tell me where they get points there then yeah i'll be amazed to mm. be honest with you interesting we'll have to see how that um prediction ages um staying with um i would say the manchester clubs yeah let's 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 talk about man city currently running top of the log um nine wins from their opening 12 fixtures yeah. but two losses mm. it goes to show that this city team isn't as impenetrable as people made them out to yeah. be. You also look at uh maybe I could say fluttering Chelsea out but putting four past them. Yeah. Got. Uh, I think they notoriously slow starters though. So yeah. 
if there's one thing we have learned from city is that they know that the the season is a marathon and not a sprint mm. and uh, they will some seem to hit their gears soon so mm. uh, it, look two losses isn't great reading and shipping four isn't either um but yeah um they still the same city uh, mm. charging at the top of the league yeah how impressed are you with julian alvarez uh very impressed um his ball striking is just off the charts uh, i think he can strike the ball really well and his all round play as well um mm. he, he he seems to be nitty play really well mm. um monka on ask you city when they restart their premier league campaign they're at home to liverpool then they're at home to tottenham then they're away to aston villa what do you think about those three fixtures the one the one with liverpool That no, one, they start yeah that's that that one always brings the fire um liverpool have picked up a lot mm. in recent weeks it's top two it's a top two clash mm. top two clash um we know that we don't need to count on form or or look at past results when these two teams play um there's a lot of quality players uh, who who will be at home city city they back to back at the etihad against liverpool and then tottenham and then reach yeah. aston villa um, villa park could oh. I can imagine if 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 City were playing at um at Liverpool yeah, at Anfield, Anfield yeah. it would have been a different story. Uh, I think City will will get the one over Liverpool yeah. Mm. I think after those two losses they went on 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 five yeah. straight victories. Um even though they scored four goals against Chelsea they drew the game. It's not a loss at the end of the day. Um so coming into this game they they will be ready for it. Are they going to go undefeated against those three clubs that I mentioned that being Liverpool then Tottenham then Villa. I I give I could give the draw for Liverpool. They will beat Tottenham and they will beat Villa. So 7 points from this next match. Definitely. Nigel, Definitely. Do you agree with that? I agree with it yeah, as well. So look City are a train they they mm. know how to uh to manage the big games as well. So with their squad they should be good enough to pick up at least 7 from those fixtures Wait. especially cuz the game at Uh, against Liverpool is at the Etihad. Yeah. Mm. Th- that's what that's where I give the draw or the one day. But we mustn't forget um what Tottenham is going through now at the moment. Yeah. Especially with the injuries and the red cards and those are, are first team players. Mm. And it showed now in these past two games they've lost with those players out mm. and going to City. Yeah. With that squad is almost shooting themselves in the foot. Mm. But you know it would be unfair to say that this will be Tottenham's first real challenge you know because they yeah. have played some big teams already yeah, yeah. you know you look at that that arsenal um almost said victory but honestly a draw for them uh in that game i think it was pretty fair even steven um you know yeah they they had us against the wall for mm. for large parts of the game they they really did well but to be fair they they scored those two goals of arsenal's errors mm. but nevertheless they did uh, do well we only showed up i'm saying we because i support arsenal but um they only showed up in the last 10 15 minutes of the game and to be fair as well they were also they did the gifted same thing against chelsea they, they were gifted and chelsea as well yeah, so only the last couple the closing stages so, did they really yeah. come to to yeah. the party so but credit to tottenham they they really playing well mm. i want to um just bring your attention to ange postecoglou's comments um in a press conference he said as a manager you are either under siege or it's coming yeah Do you guys yeah. agree with that statement? Yes. Yeah, especially in the Premier League, I do. Yeah, mm. it's definitely a hot seat. Um <laughs> things change very quickly in the Premier yeah. League. So uh and I think people's uh, memories are also very short as well. So mm. it doesn't help either. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they went their first 10 league games of the season undefeated and I think it was a record for a Tottenham Hotspur manager mm. to 
to remain undefeated in his opening 10 league fixtures. Yes. So, you know, he's definitely um got the crowd on him and you know, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium will continue to be sold yeah. out fixtures. Yeah. Um but you know, back-to-back league losses has seen them slip from first to fourth. So, you know, I think that this international break could have come at the perfect time for him definitely. to give his players some rest, maybe work on some tactics um and you know, restart because that game against City that's the one that i think could really um get them back on track you know they've got a i don't want to say an easy run in the premier league but some favorable fixtures on the either, either side of that um man city game so i'll be watching that very closely and yeah. and you know if he if he can get a strong result against it you know as in come away with a point possibly three but i think he'll be targeting a point from there yeah it's a, it's a it's a tough game mm-hmm. you know because Yeah, I'm sure Pastor Cogley would love his 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 main players to be in that game because he knows for sure what City are capable of. Mm. He knows what they can do. Um even past uh, Haaland is starting to to get on the score sheet again. Jeremy Doku's is incredible on the wing. Foden yeah. seems to be back in the team. Um it doesn't look like they they're missing the brainer now at the moment. Mm. Um Julian Alvarez we mentioned him um a few minutes ago it's been a peach of a strike eh? we, we we can go on and on and on because the city are, 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 are the best mm-hmm. and um, they they show it and they will go to tottenham and, and prove to them who's the who's the boss of the premier league mm, interesting let's keep the conversation with london clubs west ham running in 9th chelsea running in 10th brentford mm-hmm. running in 11th mm-hmm. i mean 9th and 11th yeah. being separated by a total of um point. one point yeah i mean that's That's incredible. Mm. 12 games in. Who comes out on top of that race? I think Chelsea yeah. are the better of those teams and maybe Brentford could even have a say as well. Um but yeah, Chelsea are showing signs of uh coming right under of Poch. life. Yeah. <laughs> Super so, of life is coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean with a 200 million pound midfield, you have to do you have to do something right in the mm. Premier League. So, yeah, I, I would I would bet on them to 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 come out on top. Yeah. Chelsea shipped 16 goals across their opening 12 league fixtures. Not the best return, but Slow if, you, if you look at four goals coming in a single game, it's not that bad. You know, uh, currently Arsenal have conceded the fewest goals, 10. Liverpool also 10. So, you know, conceding 16, it does put them in... Um, you know, Man United have conceded 16 as well. Yeah. So, look, you know... Chelsea, Chelsea have had a difficult start. We all know what's happening there the takeover the players they brought in new coach mm. but we've been saying week in week out it's only a matter of time until things come right for them mm. they have everything to you know, to be a good team Pochettino was the one that also said it's only a matter of time yes. before things start changing and i think that was really echoed by the the performances Against on the pitch city, you know exactly. not just city at market it's also yeah. arsenal because yeah, yeah, that game were, arsenal two, two, was right? second yeah, yeah. Arsenal was second to almost every ball. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there was uh, the first half performance was dominated by 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 mm. Chelsea and, so and clean. they and they gave us those goals. Yeah. There are errors that that led Robert to those Cust, goals. Yeah. yeah. Arsenal being very so, very concise with the finishings. Like, like with Chelsea, you know, football football is built on relationship. Mm. Um you you got to have a connection. You got to know the strengths of each player and and how they like to play in and the way they need to play especially linking up with Pochettino the way he wants to do things there were so many coaches that came through through Chelsea mm. with different styles they each player is learning different things they 
they almost forget how to play the game. Now with Pochettino coming in and and believing in him, and with the positive results, they they start to to build that relationship and and believe in him more. Mm. And I'm sure it will turn around better. Do Chelsea need to sign anybody in the window? I think a striker. Uh, I think Ivan Tony could fit the bill for them. Yeah. Uh, they need someone up front. Maybe they could wait on Nkunku's fitness, but someone up front would really help them in their quest to push up the table. Yeah. Mm. So you're looking for a target man, kind of. Definitely, I think uh, Jackson is not just the f- finished article just yet, and mm. Broja has a lot of injury problems, so they need a big number nine uh, mm. to lead the line. He did come on and he did win that penalty uh, for them. I think it was the final ninety fifth man. Yeah, so yeah. good know. footwork to win that pen as well. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent shifted shifted yeah. the body, um, shifted the ball, then his body, and you know he went down on the challenge. You mentioned Nicholas Jackson. The man has got six goals in eleven Premier League appearances. That's a decent return. It is, but he scored a hat trick against a high line against Spurs. That mm. they nine men, shoot nine men, in nine men, and they were still playing a high line, and mm. all were tapping. So uh, he won't have that freedom against many Premier League teams, and it's shown already this season. Yeah. Uh, he struggled against the smaller teams. He is a very good channel runner. He's very athletic as well, but I don't think he's a finished article in terms of goals just yet. Mm. Okay, let's talk about his teammate Cole Palmer because I did not see. A return like this coming. Uh, what a player! Yeah, um, six goals, involvements in nine Premier League appearances. Four of those being finishes, two assists. I think uh, he's been good, but what impressed me the most was against Arsenal when he was just picking up those pockets in the midfield and he was just clipping balls into them over the top. Um, he seems a very silky player, and he's also getting some return with penalties. Um, mm. Composed with his penalties, so yeah. Uh, I think he's dispatched two this season. Yeah, yeah. top top buy. Uh, mm. Did Top you player. did you expect anything like this, Mark? Uh, yeah, from from to, Palmer. To, to, to be honest, not not this good. I knew he was good, uh, but not this good. Yeah. Especially getting that penalty in the dying minutes against City. You know the pressure is on him. Mm. Um, everyone's on him, uh, especially leaving City to go to Chelsea as well. So. He, he's a top player, and, and if if Guardiola says that you're a great player, surely you you're quite good. You know what I'm saying? Why do you if, sell him then? Look, I, I, maybe he's not in the plan. Foden is there. Uh, Doku is there. So just Grealish is there. It's just competition. Mm. Just competition. And and Guardiola. One thing about Guardiola is, is is when a player wants to leave, he doesn't hold them back. Mm. He lets them go. It's fine. He lets them go. We've seen it with Jesus, mm. um, Zinchenko, Leroy Sane. Mm. Top top players, he let them go, and he just brings more players to come in. So, but Cole Palmer is a is a top player. He fits perfect in in Pochettino's plans. He's young. He, he surely he's learned from from Guardiola and the players that he played with at City, and and it's, it's showing at Chelsea now. Mm. Saying with Chelsea, I want to discuss the Chelsea captain. I know Reese James mm. is has been awarded the Ahmed, but I've yeah. seen Conor Gallagher done it as well. What yeah. do you make about him as a captain? I think he leads uh, with his performances on the pitch. He's an extremely good presser of the yes. ball. He doesn't stop running. Uh, his tackles are really good as well. So um, just leading on the pitch is 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 the type of player he is, and mm-hmm. um, it looks like it, it it's coming off for him. Yeah, it looks like he's working hundred yeah. percent. And also giving giving these youngsters that armband, it's also like a, a strategy or, or or something to to lift the performance of of the players because if the coach gives you that that armband already you feel like hey, he's like, trust yeah, yeah like I, i'm the man yeah i need mm. to 
and like what what, what Nigel said, like Gallagher, he's he's forever pressing. He's he's always going to the ball. He's always helping the team out. And Rhys James, I think he's he's the future of the club. And all fairness, um, Thiago Silva, he don't really need the armband at this stage of his career. We all know that he's a leader. What he brings to the club, mm. what he brings to the change room, and and would would without arm, the armband, it doesn't, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So. Rhys James being the future of the club, it's, it, it all makes sense for me. Mm. Let's uh, make our way to the bottom um, of the Premier League table. Currently, Luton are 18th, Sheffield yeah. are 19th, Burnley oh. on 20, uh, 20th, rooted yeah. to the foot of the table. Burnley are the only team to have lost 10, 10, 10 Premier League games. Yes. I mean, <sighs> shocking. Shocking. Like, there's no, there's no other words to describe it. Yeah, four, four straight losses, two in a row. Mm. So I believe their four points on the log have all come away from home. So Turf Moor is no longer the fortress that mm. Sean Dyke molded. You know, it's yeah. been, it's been ravaged, really. I think, I think the football that that Burnley are playing, that expensive football, is it's not working. It worked in the Championship because they were above the rest playing that type of football, but in the Premier League. Everybody's doing the same thing. And 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 no disrespect to Burnley or anything, but they don't have those type of players to play that way mm. against the top clubs. Yeah. So they they really need to to rethink what they're doing and, and come with another game plan. Mm. And especially with, with the main man, Lyle Foster, um being out the, the, the team with with mental issues. Um I hope he can come back um fit and, and, and ready. And revive to to help the team get back to to where they need to be. Mm. You know, it could be a case of too little, too little, too late. Because mm. with Foster being out, they really are going to go from bad to worse. Yeah. And I'm just speaking stats wise. I'm not just speaking as a South African, you know. Yeah. But Lyle Foster has the numbers don't lie. He's yeah. got five goal involvements in seven Premier League appearances. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And the next closest Burnley player has got two goal involvements in eleven games. There's nobody else in form like Foster. Yeah, and and companies come out and and praised him for it, and all credit to to company as well, especially backing him and giving him the time off to to mm. to get seen to and 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 fix his issues. So Burnley he, he signed be a five year deal five-year as well. Extension. You know, so that just goes to show that the club do trust yes. in Foster. Yeah, so so he's a he's a he's a crucial part of the team, and and they will need him back sooner than later. Mm. Let's talk about 19th place Sheffield United. Now, I'm not sure if Paul Higginbottom is going to be there come the end of the season. What do you guys think? No, I, 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 I don't think so. They, they're really struggling. Mm. Um, they're conceding goals left, right and centre. Mm. Um, they, they're just not hitting the standards of the Premier League. Yeah. Um, do you think that they are relegated? I don't want to say it, but I think so. Yeah. Sheffield... Actually, all three that came up could potentially go back down. Good on the same, yeah. same, same way. Yeah. Um, interesting enough, I think Luton could make um, the drop. Yeah. No, no. I think they Luton could be safe. And I'm going off that that performance against Liverpool, a spirited yeah. performance. Mm. What I saw that day was absolutely incredible. Um, and again, the one, one against one United yeah, as well. It's not. Mm. It's not something to be ashamed of. Mm. You know. Mm. Um, I think of those three clubs. Luton stand the best chance of survival. Yeah. So so who who will who will take the drop if Luton make it between if, Bournemouth, Fulham, 
Nottingham Forest. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Bournemouth. Eh? Mm. Yeah, I think um, they don't have enough. I think majority of their goals have come from Dominic Solanke. I think mm. um, he's a linchpin. Bournemouth have had an incredibly difficult start to the Premier League yeah. campaign. Some top, top clubs. I know they've played Chelsea, Tottenham already. Um, Liverpool, West Ham, Arsenal, you know, mm. and, and 6-1 against City. You know, I mean... Damaging. Yeah, it's... it's and. This is a new manager as well, you know. Mm. Um, Ariola. Yeah, the mm. Spanish international. Um, so they took a very big leap of faith, yeah. um, you know, in appointing uh, a man who didn't have any Premier League experience. And, you know, would Gary O'Neill keeping them in the top flight yeah. last season, you know, I thought he was a perfect man for them. But that relationship now has ended. And, and I think that could lead to Bournemouth's demise. Yeah, look, it it looked like a risky decision to get rid of a homegrown uh, coach in Gary O'Neill. So um, hopefully it pays out for Bournemouth. They're looking like they might be the fourth best team currently. So hopefully uh, <laughs> that that goes on throughout the season. Yeah, 100%. Um, let's talk about Nottingham Forest. I believe they are one of five clubs yet to see home league defeat. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. That's, I mean, that's quite good. You got Arsenal, Aston Villa, Man City, and Liverpool. You can understand if those clubs are not defeated at home. At home, yeah. You know, but then you throw Nottingham Forest in that, and I'm like, that's an outlier of note. Yeah, it's a difficult place to go. Um, they make it really raucous to fans, and uh, the Forest players don't stop running as well. Mm-hmm. I think Gibbs White leads the charge there. And he's a top. I, top I think player. he's a quite a good player too. as well. Yeah, I think the fifty million price tag doesn't uh, f- uh, flatter him much. Um, he could be even worth more. That's how good, uh, good, highly I rate him as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's all three of us because every time I see him on the ball, Such the possession, the yeah. the retention, the physicality, the pace, the aggression. Um, you know, he's. He sees things a lot sooner than There's his teammates. There's one assist yeah. he made last season. The, the small the back here. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I know his, his, his Imagine, quality. Yeah. He, he is above the rest in that squad. He mm. is. Um, you know, also in that squad is Anthony Langer. And I, I've seen him and, and Taiwo Awoni mm. link up really well. Yeah. Do you think that it was the right time to get someone like Ilanga through the door? Especially if you look at where Brendan Johnson is right now. Mm, I, th- I think so. Um, Ilanga offers almost the same as Johnson. Pace down the wing, direct. Mm. Um, that I, I, I want Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He's, he's, quite, he's quite good too. Um, he, has, he has the body for, 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 for that play that he does. Mm. Um, it's, it's not going too bad. His uh, footwork is also really good. You know, yeah. I've watched him quite well. Yeah, so I, I, think, I think Forrest are doing quite well. Mm. Um. You know, interesting to see how their transfer window uh, will pan out because mm. we know that they are going to sign somebody. In yeah. fact, you Off, just... After signing a whole team <laughs> last season. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be watching that space very carefully. Um, Everton running in 14th place. Uh, Crystal Palace 13th, Wolves 12th. That's a very interesting group right there. Mm. Of Ever- those... Yeah? Everton, seven points from the last nine. Mm. Something is just turning around. It's, it's looking good. Sean Dyche finally getting grips of the team, looks like to me. Mm. Yeah, it's half our season points. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be like that. Don't be like that. <laughs> so, yeah, it has, it has been coming. Let's, yeah. let's, let's be honest. I yeah. think the performances have been strong. Mm. Um, 
and you know you look at that tactical change with Decore being pushed almost like a 4-4-2 playing alongside Calvert-Lewin you know it's working i yeah. think both of them are aerially gifted uh Decore is you know lanky and then you know you got Calvert-Lewin who's just got like a springboard on him um you know so i'm i'm very interested to see how far that goes because Everton have offered Decore a long-term deal and he has signed it so they see him as part of their project to um get close into the top half next year Everton move into the new stadium what do you guys think about how they will finish off this year at Goodison Park i think uh, it's a sentimental season for them uh, playing at Goodison Park in the final season so they want to make it a memorable one mm. um the start hasn't been the best but they have turned the corner really well So yeah um maybe try and push for a, a, a Europa League spot or even a Conference League in the in the back end of the season they I certainly do believe that they have the squad capable of doing that but it is it will be challenging with the teams in and around them as well I think I think um if if they can keep Calvert Lewin for for most of the season they stand a good chance because he is the main man in that squad for mm-hmm. me I think he's quite good um he can score 15 goals for me um you you talk about his his aerial abilities is almost right at the top for the, for the premier league and if he stays fit it would be good for everton let's talk about calvert lewin then january when coming up does he start wooing other clubs or does he stay firm and then maybe look to move at the end of the season or possibly does he even stay at everton i i, I think he stays at everton through all his injuries and and whatever has happened with him Everton stuck by his side they keep on backing him they put him back in the squad he helps the squad he gets injured again they help him again so i think he's he's hot as with Everton i don't think he's done enough to to get a big move right now if he if he can get um going this season then possibly end of the season but not right now i think he's a Everton player uh, he needs to stay focused on on improving his game staying fit and and helping the club and Sean Dyche reach their goals Mm. His contract runs until the end of the 2024-25 season. Mm. We're currently in the 2023-24 season. So mm. honestly, it's make or break for him. Yeah. The man is currently 26 years old, which yeah. means if he doesn't start performing now, he won't or rather the opportunity, the big move. Yeah. Mm. It could it could potentially slip out of his hands. Yeah. And you know, Nigel mentioning um Chelsea's need for a target man. I do wonder if Pochettino is watching him uh closely because yeah I can see something like that happening. You yeah. know Chelsea they they spending you know is attractive. Yeah. You know as an Everton um if you're a board member or you know even the financials you would you would not take I mean you would want to take that call from Chelsea just yeah. to see what they're offering. Yeah, I think Chelsea do throw money around so um but it will be interesting to see whether they will make a move for him or even Tony or even maybe Osimhen in the summer mm. um they've spent a lot so it will be interesting to see uh the decisions they take definitely mm. yeah yeah i think Osimhen was a good shot i think he's like ostracized yeah they had napoli and things are not going well for that club either not good at all they just sacked the coach as well mm. there was talks of him renewing his contract but i'm not sure maybe he would want away but um Calvert Lewin sticking with Calvert Lewin i think he he needs to just stay focused on himself and and yeah. helping Everton right now in this moment yeah the december run is coming and yeah. you know the the premier league table can honestly not look like what it would be at the start of december towards the end 
Um, when we move the conversation onto Brighton, I think everybody had high hopes for that team. And right now, they're running eighth, winless across their previous five. Yeah. Four Gosh. draws yeah. and a loss. Yeah. yeah. They, they started like a house on fire. I think it was that new season vibe, you know, mm. coming in, trying to prove what they can do. And also that, that expensive football that they're playing, like they all out attack, but they don't have that um, the solid defense to, to back that up. Mm. Like they all, they all fly forward. They want to score these goals. They forget to defend the nets. It's good to score six goals, but you, you can't score six goals and concede five. Mm. It's useless. Do you, so, do you think Brighton are watching West Ham last season in that conference league and seeing them lift a European Cup? Do you think that they maybe could be mounting a challenge in the Europa League? They're currently running second behind Marseille in Group B. Definitely. I think their ambition is to, to go all out and win it, especially playing um, um, the type of football they are. It's just, it's just keeping um, a solid defence. Mm. Uh, especially bringing in Ansu Fati. You saw them against, I don't know if you saw the game against Ajax. Mm. 2-0, the, yeah, he played they, really well. I think that was their biggest win in the club's history. Mm. You know, yeah. playing in Europe, they, they beat one of the giants, Ajax. So Ansu Fati, top player like that coming in the club, also means a lot for the club at the same time. So I think they're going in the right direction. They just need to re-strategize their, their approach to, to different games. Mm. In the Europa League, you've got clubs like Liverpool, West Ham, Bayern, Leverkusen, Roma. So, you know, it's not going to be an easy task. And I think that yeah. they would have to do it the hard way if they are to do some damage in the Europa League. Do you think that will um, sort of distract them from their Premier League ambitions? Yeah, it, it is difficult to mind to challenge on two, uh, two fronts. But... Um, I think they will have to come a time where their priority is one and odds are they would pick the cup mm. competition uh, just c- considering the glory that comes with it and uh, what a memorable uh, a cup run can do for a team as well. Mm. Mm. Especially for De Zerbi as well. I think he's had some strong performances in European yeah. football, you know. Um, so I think it's they probably thought about that, you know. Should we actually get to a European I, um, I, I think that's a good route to go mm. considering the quality of the Premier League like does he really stand mm. a 70-30 chance of winning the Premier League mm. no yeah. so a cup is a good way to go and then try to stay within the top, top six. Oh, the top 6 top 6 top 8 mm. so I think that's the right way to go about it mm. interesting um, nobody could foresee like where they were actually going to finish yeah. last season, you know. Mm. So let's just not forget about and that. They have they have top quality players. I hope they can they can keep Matoma. Mm. Or I don't know what happening with Ansu Fati. Ferguson signed a new contract extension. Mm. So Stupin and also been really strong. Simon, very good. Uh, Sully March as well. Lewis Dunk. Mm. Um, that guy on the right hand side, Adingra. Yeah, Adingra. Yeah, quite good as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. It's quite good at Brighton. Yeah, Ivory Coast International there. We'll have to keep our eyes on oh, him okay. during uh I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I no, know. Solid player. Yeah. Um, gents, in closing, let me get your top four predictions. We'll start from fourth and finish in first. Okay, I'm going Newcastle, Liverpool, City, Arsenal. That's no no favoritism there. No favoritism there. I'm oh. going I, I think Arsenal are gonna win the league this season. Interesting. Yeah. I <laughs> I the the way the top four looks right now, I think I think Tottenham will stay there. 
they will battle with Aston Villa and United and Newcastle. Um, third will be Liverpool, City and Arsenal top. Yeah. No, I'm not being biased. Both of them say they're not being biased, but they both got to the Neutral. same conclusion. Yeah, it's, it's, next, next year is going to be good because Arsenal will definitely improve the squad yeah. in January, I believe so, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's it's not looking far. It's it's one or two players, but we beat City already. Yeah, we beat them again. Liverpool can take points off them, so yeah. it, that top four is going to be crucial because they can take points off each other, and then it will come down to the teams that you're supposed to beat mm. along the way. Okay, so. it's been it's been a pleasure chatting all things Premier League related with you, gents. Until next time, next time. Cheers. Thanks, Tish. Thanks, Tish. Target Podcast.